Welcome to the City Life Lansing podcast. You are loved, you belong, and you have a unique purpose from God. You can connect with us at citylifelansing.com. You belong here. Here's today's message. Good to see you in the room. Good to see those tuning in. And today we're kicking off a new series called Sabbath. You might have no idea what that word means. You might have a lot of what that uh, word means. And the invitation today, no matter where we're coming in, we're invited to experience a law, if you will, that is written into the code of all of creation, a rhythm that we, as four-season people, get, I think, different than some people might experience on the planet because we know you can't grow fruit outside in the middle of winter. But yet in our lives sometimes we wonder why we're not producing fruit, but we're not aligned with the rhythm of how we're created to be. So instantly there might be some resistance that some of us feel when we think of the concept of rest, um, the invitation for it, like, well, you don't know, I got to work three jobs to make it, I got little kids and all that. Yes, but I pray today we would see that the beauty and the truth of Sabbath and as we walk for the next four weeks together, uh, stop rest, delight, worship, that each one of us can get in where we fit in and we realize it moves the needle in a way for our soul. You are not a machine. You are a human being. You are a soul. And when we stop, we let our soul catch up with ourselves. Amen? Have you noticed that yet, though, that you're finite and limited? I know I have. I can't pull all night, work day after day. When I was younger, I met, we would do road trips and I could drive all night, but finally, you know, you get a little older, you, uh, uh, I need some sleep. Where, where I come from, the kind of upbringing is, man, no days off. Are you being weak? Go hard or go home. What are you talking about? So sometimes when people ask you, hey, are you resting? If, if Full disclosure from me, it's oftentimes came from people I necessarily don't want to follow or be like. It's like, slow down. Okay, amen. But yo, if I slow down, who's going to pay the bills, right? Or who's, how are we going to win the chip? But I will tell you this, that even in that mindset, I've realized the truth of Sabbath has impacted my life on like any other discipline, period. We will be uh, using much of the material from John Mark Comer, Practicing the Way, and he, if you followed any of his material here at City Life, we've uh, you know, promoted several of his books, Garden City, Loveology, Ruthless Elimination of Hurry, same individual, and he was pastoring for a long time and now just comes up with uh, support material for churches. And after a, a year of a sabbatical, so in an extended time of Sabbath, after he made the transition and a different pastor took over pastoring, um, the church that he had led up to that point, now coming out of a sabbatical and now creating content and resources to serve the local church, the first thing they came out with to follow Jesus or to learn from Jesus as our teacher and our rabbi, or they use language, apprentice with Jesus, is to practice the way of following him by first, first content they drop, Sabbath. 
So before we dive in, the last thing I will say is this. Uh, City Life, you find yourself maybe coming into today the first day ever at City Life. Amen. Come on. Welcome. We love you. And for others, you've been here several years. Well, the story of City Life is in its seventh year, approaching its eighth year. So we're thinking long game, and we want to receive love well so that we can give love well and love that's sustainable so that our best yes is intentionally crafted 10 years from now. Which means there's moments where we do got to slow down, let the land breathe, let your soul breathe. And I get a little concerned that years like this, we would forget the passion and the heartbeat to go help and save the one now and love the one. We don't do the saving. Jesus does. Hopefully you catch the point. And sometimes we can become so inward and it's all about us because, look, you'll never feel rested enough. You'll never feel recharged enough. You'll never feel totally in your zen state enough. Newsflash, we're humans, okay? We have ups, downs, and catch us by the hour. It doesn't matter. But this year, though, you will notice there is a deep commitment to curate services and rhythms to see you win, not today, but tomorrow, and tomorrow, and tomorrow, and tomorrow. So I pray we'll do the soul work this year. For Sabbath, we will talk what today, we'll talk why, and we will talk, I mean, talk, I hear preachers say that, you're not talking, I'm talking. So you'll listen to what, why, and how, and you'll be talking to me in your mind, which is ultimately with the Holy Spirit, and you'll hear some things that God wants you to hear because that's the power of uh, just corporate connection and the power of opening his word. It's, it's alive. It's sharper than any two-edged sword. So with that, let's pray. God, I thank you for every person here, a son and a daughter of heaven. God, we say that we're loved, we belong, and we have purpose, but I pray in this moment right here, right now, we believe that and we receive that. We are loved by God. the ultimate, supreme, triune God. We belong to God and his people. And we have purpose everywhere we go and in everything we do because we do it with God. Speak to us today in ways that only you can. We yield And we want you to teach us in Jesus' name. Amen. So what is Sabbath? It means, uh, there's a few different Hebrew words that communicate what Sabbath is. And practicing the way breaks it down to stop, rest, delight, and worship. But out the jump in Genesis where God rests from his creation, and we're going to go to that passage. But you're going to see two for the word Shabbat is to just mean stop. Stop working. Anyone got any open uh, projects at home that you haven't been able to finish? Okay, well, they're not getting finished. Just stop. Well, ne- we can never optimize the model in such a way that we can control the outcome and it'll be perfect and precise and it'll just be ready. Who wants to live in a museum? Come on. Do not touch, do not touch, do not touch. And we can all have some museum places in our heart and in our life and some things that only we can control. I try to keep my car clean because it's like one variable I I can kind of control. 
you know? But I can't control how people are going to drive. I can't control always if the car is going to work. And if I blow through the stop signs of life, I'm in risky, dangerous waters. No different than if I blew through the stop sign if I was driving. And so Shabbat out the jump just means to stop, stop working. And then there's another word which is connected with Sabbath, and it's the idea to dwell or rest and settle with God, and that would mean take off your shoes, so not just stop, because you can stop working, but you can go just go from, you can clock out somewhere, but then you're clocking in somewhere else. Come on. And I do think there's a, a spirit of laziness over culture in general, and there is apathy, and there is an inward, and, and, and under the self-care, uh, get, you know, get the health, healthy you, and, and make sure you're doing self-care. Yeah, but under that is also Man, don't love people if you, can't, if you can't or you don't want to, and it's very subtle. Um, and there's no shame into either side of it, but self-care is very important by nature. But in, in a godly context, letting God have full control of us, so surrendering is the ultimate self-care. And as we surrender or yield to his order, his rhythm, and then we flow from that, we now are aligned with how God has hardwired us to be, that we're getting the love that we can love. And there's times when we got to go retreat. There's times when we got to spend more time just totally off the clock and off the grid. So it's a mixture of a, it's a spectrum and it's always both and. But to Sabbath or to Shabbat is to stop and to also, additional Hebrew word and I'm butchering it. It's like new hawk, new hawk, and it means to dwell or settle. So to take off your shoes and sit down in front of the fire, I, I, that's just so foreign to me, but that is the picture of it. Just rest and just watch the fire. Do you think our culture is slowing down or speeding up? Even the ones that say, hey, take care of yourself. And by the way, we have a first shift, a second shift, and a third shift. And then buy all of our products. But take care of yourself. And by the way, we have a seminar. We have this. No one's slowing down. And we always think, well, even when I'm in church, I'm, I'm, I'm on God's pace. No, we're in the Babylonian way. It's everywhere. Come on. Genesis 2, let's just go straight. What is Sabbath? What is rest? Well, God, he models the way. Genesis 2, on the seventh day, God had completed his work that he had done. And he rested on the seventh day from all his work that he had done. God blessed the seventh day and declared it holy. For on it, he rested from all his work of creation. Who rested? Who? Those at home, who? God. We could just stop now. God rested. God Sabbath. God. God showed us the way of what this looked like. And then he loves people and us, and he wants to lead us in a, in a way that is life-giving. But often we see God as a God of rules and don't, 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 don't. And though he gives commands, but his commands are always to 
liberate us. It's to transform us. It's not just information. It's to lead us ultimately to Jesus where we're on the other side of the cross, not looking forward to the coming of the Messiah. We're looking now for the return of the Messiah. So we have the rest that's fulfilled in Jesus. But there's commands going all the way back to the old covenant because what God did, this is a big deal, that one of the 10 commandments is to keep the Sabbath holy. And in Exodus 20, it says, remember the Sabbath day, keep it holy. You are to labor six days and do all your work. But the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. You must not do any work. You, your son or daughter, your male or female servant, your livestock or resident alien who is within your city gates. For the Lord made the heavens and the earth. This is the connection to Genesis. It's our our supreme example. This is our, our type. Who's our example? God. For God made the heavens and the earth, the sea, and everything in six days. Then he rested on the seventh day. Therefore, the Lord blessed the seventh day and declared it holy. Why would God tell us that we need to remember the Sabbath? Because we're prone to forget. And I have this little bowl here because this little vase, if you will, is you maybe seen this online where if you put the sand and the water in it first, I don't have sand and water in here right now, but if you put the sand and the water in it first, it will obviously fill up. But if you have these rocks on the side, they can't fit in if you put the sand and the water in it first and if you want to have if this represents your life and we're with God and we're trying to have a rhythm what happens is we fill it with all the junk all the the I gotta clock in I gotta produce I I gotta I'm a machine I gotta I gotta get stuff done and then we forget to put the big things in it first to prioritize first and then what happens is is most of our relationships they just get leftovers and I'm guilty of this that I could have more of a plan for how we're going to move and flow in 2023 and 2024 at City Life and not have a plan first. And what does it look like in our household, in our marriage, with our kids? And put that in first. But not just our family. Put God in first. And put his people in church. And I think sometimes we come to church so exhausted because we have unrealistic expectations. Church can't solve it. We are the church. A church service can't solve it. We are the church. So our rhythms and our flows and, and it's us. And we come in thinking, okay, well, uh, 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 if I have to serve or if I, no, no, we get, you don't have to do nothing. But if it's not one of the big rocks in your life and corporate worship ain't about it, then hey, then fall back. It's all good. But what would it look like if we put God, people, our community first in the Sabbath? Remember, because we're prone to forget. So now we move to, okay, what? A day off, a 24-hour period. The Lord has shown us why. He gave it as a commandment. He says, do this, work six, off one, and then we can get into a bunch of debate of which day. We turn, because we're on the western side of the globe. We think linear. We think uh, kind of the Industrial Revolution has really led the pace with this in the way where we're, Ones and zeros, X's and O's, output, show me the steps. And then we make Christianity a punch list or checklist, but it's a relationship. And there's a level of mystery that has to be involved where that's why I think stopping, going in nature, it communicates things that no sermon ever could or should. 
So what we do, and then we can get to how at the end, but how is, look, you know you got to make food at some point. You might have learned exactly how from somebody else, but you started to cultivate it your way. So see God the same way as an adventure or that he wants to experience this with you personally. So as somebody that has been uh, Sabbathing now for nearly 10 years, I can tell you this, I do not have it figured out. But it's the hardest and the best day of my week every, every time. The hardest for my desire to produce and the best for my soul that says, I am loved, I belong, and I have purpose. Why? Jesus says this. We, he knows what people are feeling in the day and age. They know Sabbath super well. And so in Matthew 11, we have recorded here, uh, picture then that there is, people are very familiar with rules, order. Jesus is flowing through the, 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 the church culture of the day. He, he's, he's a part of the Sabbath. He's part of the temple and he's a part of all of this, but he sees the weight of the law that's, and he's, the, the point of the law was never to make it about the law or make it about the Sabbath, but the Sabbath was for us, for people. Now, where we come into it, I think, is more the opposite, which is we don't have any uh, sense of, like, over... I mean, depending on your church background, you might have some legalism, but church as a whole in our nation, it, it's an afterthought. It's not the driving thought. I mean, I get mad that Chick-fil-A's closed on a Sunday, but their reason is because they believe in God and they think they should stop one day. And I still get mad because I'm asking them to do it, you know? Come on. Isn't this like Amazon Prime packages? I thought we are spending money. What are you doing? Why are you, got, why are you off today? Must be nice. <laughs> Jesus says, come to me, all of you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you Rest. Take up my yoke and learn from me because I am lowly and humble in heart and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And let's look at Hebrews 4. Hebrews 4 verse 9 says, Therefore a Sabbath rest remains for God's people. For the person who has entered his rest has rested from his own works, just as God did from his. So let us then, don't miss this, let us then make every effort to enter that rest so that no one will fall into the same pattern of disobedience. So to enter the space of rest and to make every effort possible means I have to exit the lie that the enemy is telling us. More, you're not enough. Once you get more money, once you get there and you get it accomplished. And there's for sure seasons in our life where if I was asking, um, you know, specifically when we had the twins and I'm asking my wife and saying, hey, take 24 hours off when the babies are really young. You got nursing, you got all this stuff going on. They're, they're waking up at all hours and saying, make sure you're taking 20. That, that's not the time when it's take 24 hours off and make sure you're, 
But there is a way, though, that we could still serve one another to Sabbath better and try to enter that. But let's not use an excuse for the, the pattern of what our life should look like. We have seasons and stages where we might have double majors and uh, just had a baby or in some serious health conditions. Uh, those are triage states, but that doesn't mean it's the way. And then we can make excuses all day to say, well, I can't stop, I can't stop, I can't stop. Well, look, man, God is inviting us into a different way. So why? It's because our society isn't slowing down, it's speeding up. Souls are suffocated. We're spiritually starving. We're walking around malnourished. We're escaping with the pleasures of the flesh and its cheap tricks and thrills. Netflix cannot feed my soul. It's a great, great servant, but a horrible, horrible master. Tech isn't bad, but I got to rule it. So I exit to enter. Why? Because there is a huge warning. We need to sound the alarm. The world's not slowing down, but we can. By first stopping and just saying no. But it's not a no to everything. It's a big yes to God. It's a big yes to community. It's a big yes to people. It's a big yes to being present. It's a big yes to saying my phone cannot free my soul. And there's a detox. I get it. There is an absolute detox. There's a post Lecrae had a couple years ago. It says, I hate when people say, team no sleep. Admit you're tired and rest. If dependency on God is the goal, weakness is the advantage. I admit it. I'm weak and I need God. There's a lot of hurry. There's a lot of worry. But when we have margin, it makes room for new discoveries. Our souls come alive. We can breathe and see in ways that we wouldn't be able to otherwise. And I think it's not only a, it's a rested life, it's a Sabbath life. And we, we do the Sabbath discipline. Uh, and each one of us can find our own rhythm of how it works and fits. And we'll talk about that as we close here. But it is being present in that daily or that weekly touch point where I stop from my work, it, it affects the other six days of the week. Uh, Walter Brueggemann, a famous Bible scholar, said, people who Sabbath live all seven days differently. And we got to be careful how we... Here's one warning, though, too. And we can... Build, tease this out later in the month. We won't be able to cover all the ground. I encourage you, you know, in the groups and uh, later on the, there will be a link that goes out to click the City Life group for practicing the way. There's more sermons you can watch on there. There's, uh, you, you can take as little or as more as you want. That'll be available, that communication. So make sure we have your email online. You can click and make sure we have it or um, you can give it to the team in the hallway. Um, but To the outside world, when they hear, oh, you're Sabbathing, it's, it's not a, that can be very foreign. And so I just want to encourage us to, before we, how we would talk about it, let's just try to curate in our own lives, because you don't want people to feel more of a gap, like, oh, the church, you know, you just want to get further away from me, and you can't be a part of this event. But the other side is, 
Yeah, I, and shout out to ballet. I love ballet for our daughter. But it started with one day and it asked for three days. And now we're there three days a week and I stop and I gotta say, ballet is good. Ballet is not three days a week for a family of seven. And we love you, but that's not us. The church is even asking, City Life, like formally gatherings, we're not even asking for three days when really it's 24-7, 365, lose everything, give it, boom. Like Book of Acts, they're, they're doing everything to get close to God and people. And, then, and I look at it, I say that because I want you to examine sometimes who's really asking for the lion's share of our attention. And, and it's not a bad thing. Ballet's good. But I don't know if it's one of the rocks that gets in here. Now, our daughter is one of the rocks that gets in here, and if she wants to do ballet, we're doing ballet. We'll figure it out. But it goes to one, it goes to two, then it goes to three, and then thank God there's a team and there's people that can help and, you know, kind of aunts, uncles, grandmas. You know, there's th- it, but every once in a while we got to stop and say, man, is the main thing the main thing? Are you hearing what I'm saying? I don't know if I'm saying it right, but I'm trying to. I don't want you to feel judgment. I don't want you to feel condemnation. I want you to feel invitation to, to give permission to say no to something so that you can say yes to God. <laughs> and we don't make this league list, and I'll just highlight a couple things. I want to invite the worship team to the stage where Jesus, he's out. He gets some hate. He does some work on the Sabbath. <laughs> and he gets some hate for it. And he's like, wait. Sabbath is for people not people for the Sabbath. And so if something happens on your Sabbath time, man, go, you still got to love your kids. You still got to help somebody if there's a friend or a family. Remember? So it's, this is a tension to live in, right? It's both and. So here's what we'll do. Um, we'll talk more about this in the weeks ahead where there's much debate which day the New Testament seems to give us liberty in it. Um, there seems to be even sometimes a level of judgment if someone doesn't do a Sabbath one way and then, uh, you know, Romans says, hey, uh, whoever observes the day observes it in honor of the Lord. Let's keep the main thing the main thing and main thoughts to conclude with before we just stop in service here is Sabbath means to stop and dwell We exit the pace of the world and we enter rest with God. Jesus is Lord of the Sabbath and us. And so step one to to Sabbath is to just stop. Stop and be with Jesus. Stop. Stop. And I know work can be therapeutic. Some of us, that's how we process, that's just how we deal with our trauma. We have projects upon projects. And it won't always look pretty when we stop because our soul's catching back up and we're detoxing. Stuff comes out of us when we stop. And that's what I mean by when I Sabbath weekly, it's one of the hardest days of my life. Do I crash land into my time to Sabbath? And then that speaks to the other six days. It doesn't speak to the day off. And then God speaking to me in those moments, in those places. And that's what God wants to do for you. 
So some tips to put this into practice is, let's start really small. It might be an hour. Christians, historically, after Jesus had been risen, that the Sabbath, Jewish tradition, Friday, sundown, um, Saturday, sundown, and that 24-hour period is when people would traditionally Sabbath. But then once he, he rose, he, people started to worship that he rose on Sunday. And that's how we find ourselves, even our calendar rhythm of seven days is built on God's perspective and his timeline. Other people have tried to change the calendar because there's a rhythm in all of creation. And, and so we, even gathering today, for many of us, our Sabbath day will be, man, I'm gonna worship and then I'm just gonna say no to everything on Sunday. And amen. Why aren't I coming here and aren't I still serving? It's like, yeah, but he lives. I'm serving out of a place of rest. It's victory. If we ever get to a place where we feel like I have to serve, it's like, whoa, no, it's all good. We're holding babies back there in the name of Jesus. We're teaching kids in the name of Jesus and we're going out and you might have a routine that to Sabbath means to be with your family and read more Psalms later. I, I don't know what that means for each one of you, but just start small. It might not be 24, but we power off for one to three to five. And next thing you know, we build our whole life, meaning I might even have to dare switch where I work. Not instantly. Don't say, pastor told me I need a Sabbath. My job doesn't fit it and I quit tomorrow. That's not a good testimony, not a good witness. (laughs) There might be a level of serving with another family to trade some time together. Spend it with another family. But may we just hear the invite to begin and permission to stop. 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 We don't do this every week, but this is the, the, some of the language when we were on our sabbatical, an extended period of rest this summer as a family. And when we would enter a day together, uh, this first prayer helped remind us of what was taking place on this day. Not to just fill it with chores, but number, we just would read this and you can read it as it's on the screen. God is God, I am not. God is enough, I am enough. God is good, I am good. It is good. And then to Enter it as a human being. Be still and know that I am God. Be still and know that I am. Be still and know that I. Be still and know that. Be still and know. Be still. Lord loves you. Be. 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 He lived the life we couldn't, died the death we should have. When we exchange our sin and our filthy rags by putting our faith in Jesus' finished, complete, and ultimate victory and say, Jesus, save me. You're my Lord. He makes you brand new. And he invites us to come to him. Let him teach us. He would be 
a yoke on us that's not heavy, it's not a burden, but he's a good leader, the best, and he's our Lord. And that in him, when we abide, the fruit of the spirit grows, a fruit that grows in any season, but only from his connection, that he's the source of life that our soul craves for. And we stop to be with Jesus. Be with Jesus. I don't know what stop means for you in your life, but I pray that the Holy Spirit would be revealing that to you. To just take your hands off the plow, if you will. Leave the work unfinished. Have permission to never complete the project. Maybe it's just always three quarters of the way done. Would it be that bad? Do you think on our deathbeds we're going to be like, oh, I just wish that drywall would have been perfect. I just wish that that would have been in my life's container. No. Let's worship God who was, who is, and is to come.
microphone. Hi. Preacher joke, my microphone heard the sermon and decided to stop. <laughs> I love this community. I love what God is doing here. I love how you love people. I love that in this region, it's not known globally, but yet there's people vested that are loving people in ways that are more inspiring than some global events I've ever been to. And I pray that you know that in the deep part of your soul, that what God is doing that's special is we often talk about the new thing and one day he's coming back to make all things new, but who's that start with first? You, me. And I am the one for the one. And we are the one positioned in God that have the gift of rest, the gift of Sabbath, the gift of Jesus, that his way and his lifestyle is completely different. And that in him we're restored to that Eden experience to delight with God and that one day it will be without tear, without wrinkle, without spot or blemish, and it'll be amazing, no corruption. But until then, we're going to live as people, set apart, consecrated, still with our God. Sometimes we'll blow a gasket. We might need to get a tire replaced, and that's just part of being human. So receive grace and walk in grace. I pray that the peace and the rest of heaven will flow through you and yours in such a way that you would feel the permission to stop and Sabbath with God and that we will be a people that think marathon of following Jesus. In Jesus Christ's name and all of God's people said, amen. Thank you, worship team, for leading us. Thank you, tech team and everybody. Thank you, kids team. And thank you, Connect team, and thank you, you online, and technology is making this possible. Uh, we'll see you next week. Uh, you can see someone before then. Groups are kicking off today. You can sign up in the Connect Center or online. And we'll be back next week for week two of Sabbath, 10 a.m. and 11.30. All races, all faces, and all ages, you belong here. We're going to keep loving this city one life at a time. And we won't stop until Jesus comes back and makes all things new. Have the best day of your lives, y'all.